0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network fire for them fire for them if you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there keep it locked with this hello again welcome back to episode 103 of the disnomics podcast This is Easter Sunday. The weather's good. We thank God. I think City are beating Spurs. So we're fully all steam ahead operation. Liverpool don't win the league. So we thank God for that. United just got slapped this week by Messi. So it's been it's been a rough week. So, of course, trending Sundays every Sunday. I'm sure many of you probably attend not not many, but some of you would have attended the bank holiday celebrations. I'm going to say it was good in advance. I hope so, (laughs) which is tomorrow. I hope you all enjoyed your bank holiday weekend, got plenty of rest, enjoyed the sun, spent time with family, friends, ate good food, not too many beverages, hopefully no drugs for you 420 utes, start smoking weed, you bums. No, I'm joking, no, actually, no, I'm not joking. Um, what, any other announcements need to make? Um, no, that's it really. But yeah, Trending Sundays, Gabito Camden, 6 till 12. Happy hour six till nine, so you get drinks for cheap. I know you, that's what you people love, all that shit. Anyway, podcast time. Important, important topic. Want to keep it short and sweet. Um, this week we're talking Notre Dame and philanthropy. Some of you may not know what philanthropy is, or you might not have heard the term, but it's something that you do, you're going to be aware of. So, what is Notre Dame? Many of you have probably seen the news. Um, so we. Of this building that burnt in um, in Paris early on Monday the 15th of April 2019 but I think it's best to give you a background of why this is such a big deal for many people. So what is uh, Notre Dame? Notre Dame de Paris, say so I'll give you that young French accent you get me, um, aka Notre Dame Cathedral is arguably the most famous Gothic cathedral and of the Middle Age period. It was initiated by Maurice de Sully, the Bishop of Paris, in, in 1160, and was completed 90 years later by um, 1250. Right, wow, these are Battle of Hastings times. Well, that's 1066, even later. Um, and, other, and, any, and the other embellishments were also added over the next 100 years. So it took approximately 200 years to build Notre, um, Notre Dame and has been standing for 800 years. So a millennium worth of history in this um, Gothic cathedral. So that's why it's been a pretty big deal. It had suffered from deterioration over the years and after the French Revolution, the famous Napoleon had to step in to help reconstruct it because it was in danger of like, just falling to complete caputs. And that was around 1804. So what happened? As stated earlier, Monday the 15th, there was a fire and the latest gist, um, which came out yesterday, which is Friday the 19th, of april was that maybe a computer uh, malfunction or computer glitch i say may have caused the fire which is kind of crazy on thursday in paris, in paris the police were saying it was a um, electrical circuit short um short circuit that caused the the fire that's the and the fire burned through the network of these massively astronomical centuries old oak oak towers oak beams sorry which kind of held the steel and ceiling together. So, and there was actually refurbishment um, works going on as well. So at first people was like, what type of dodgy builders came in and pammed this building? Imagine you are the company that flipping done up the Notre Dame Cathedral, you ain't getting no work. In fact, some religious nuts might come and shank you. So then man better be careful if it was up to them. So what happened? Well, I'll just explain what happened, ignore that. So philanthropy, what is uh, philanthropy? Well, the definition of philanthropy is the desire to promote the welfare of others expressed especially by the means of generous donations of money to good causes. So if you're giving loads of money to maybe Syria or famine or people um, or refugees, that is seen as philanthropy. And a philanthropist or I can't say that word properly. A person who seeks to promote welfare of others, especially by generous donations of money to good causes. So you've got the likes of Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Mark Zuckerberg, these type of people can be deemed as philanthropists. So, what's happened this week? So, the fire was Monday, and within 24 hours, over a billion euros, no typo, or misquote, shall I say, a billion euros was pledged. Yeah? Cool. So, who were the people that have pledged so far? France? Okay, by the way, I'm not French, I'm Nigerian, I'm in the race of London so if I get these things wrong actually quick rant I realise yeah see these middle class upper class like um, black people yeah that obviously your parents come from good homes yeah why do they say random French words it's bare jarring like you see their French picture no no you see their Instagram picture and they'll be like uh, "J'suis suis salon. or avec fam you're Nigeria blood. what's all this uh, it's jarring proper losers anyway and that was indirect to somebody that I know very well Um, so francois Henry Pinot um, their family donated 100 million euros so as soon as this happened I'm like yo we got 100 for you yeah it's calm don't watch that I got 100 then a rival Bernard Arnault the CEO of LVMH which is Louis Vuitton um Moe Hennessy the only reason I'm saying Louis Vuitton in that way is because I watched the documentary on Louis Vuitton so that's how they pronounce it that's how I'm going to pronounce it you hear me so he's the richest man in Europe and he plays double that so he's like 100ms t-. light work double that and then the Bente- Bentecourt Mayer's, fam- Mayer's family who um, control L'Oreal they're like man man, man can't try to stun on us we'll match that so another 200 million just like that um, Patrick Poyan, the CEO of Total which is a French oil company, the biggest French oil company he slapped another 100 M's he wasn't trying to do the 200 but mine had 100, mine had 100 in the duffel bag so he slapped it through so that was 600 million euros, just like that and some other notable, notable I think standards chartered, so they might have offered a few some money, oh Apple CEO Tim Cook, he tweeted they're going to donate some money as well and the pledges have cleared 1 billion euros and that was just like that so why this is a topic? Because I've seen a lot of tweets about it and right, rightfully so, a lot of people were not happy with what they saw because that wasn't nobody's house, nobody died, nobody was injured, but a billion busting out a bando like that, man came to go your duffel bags and just empty the table, we got money, we got money there straight, it makes no sense because we've seen so many tragedies across the world where this level of philanthropy was not available like that. So people like Ra, Grenfell Tower, Flint, Michigan, Syria, refugees, all this type of stuff. And, and you're thinking, yeah, like what's going on? How did, man does magic money out of thin air? Okay, cool. So what do these people sound to gain? People who, who listen to Dysonomics and now are watching Dysonomics. And people listen to this podcast will be like, yeah, you've been talking about YouTube for weeks. Listen, all in, not in my time, God's time, you get me? Good thing comes to those who wait. Um, I always say incentives drives behaviour. Yeah, so It's always good to look at, when you're assessing somebody's behaviour, you've got to look at their incentives and that will probably lend you to why they are behaving the manner that they are. So, what do you stand to gain for free on the funds to help some old building? Which is... It sounds reductionist, but that's really what it is, help building up some old building. So, tax. So you can actually, charitable donations, depending on where you're donating and how you're doing so, and obviously depending on what country they have different rules, can be tax deductible. What does that mean? So the charitable charitable contributions deduction allows taxpayers who make substantial charitable gifts and take sizable tax deductions for the year in which, which they made these donations. So if you drop mad peas, you can get that you can get that written off your tax bill. Under French law, individuals can deduct 66% of a charitable gift on their taxes, while businesses can claim back 60%. So this is a very, very big, big chunk. So man are like, yeah, we're going to do this, and then we're going to get some pee back in terms of tax deductions. I think I saw some, um, some journalists tweeting that some of these people that I mentioned, so the Pinot, um, Benta, whatever these youth's names are, I don't really care about the man there. Actually, no, no, I care about the LVMH, like come on, sponsor this anomalies, please. Like, I want I'm ready to drip. Um, but I don't care about L'Oreal. But the they um, the article was claiming that the journalist was claiming that they are asking for a 90%. So even the extra ones, they're like, yo, I know the rule is 60, but you want to drop an extra fee on, on that? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Which is quite insane. And obviously that enraged some people. And, but people are still saying, but they're still giving away money. They don't have to. But what you need to understand is that philanthropists tend to do this, especially towards the end of their time, because they're trying to secure their legacy. So, I'm, I was mentioning names of people involved in this building 800 years ago, 900 years ago. Their names are going to be in history forever so these people are, are paying their way into history so in 500 years time when people talk about oh yeah the notre dame yes um the pinot family helped redecorate, the, da, da, da. like you're securing your legacy always once you start becoming a multi-millionaire there's really and truly what can you not buy especially when you become a multi-billionaire what could you not buy everything else is just about clout and image Clown image. Oh, yeah, man's got a boat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab a bigger boat. Oh, you got an island? I'm going to get a bigger island. But also, you want to be able to leave a legacy for your family's name when you're gone because, obviously, you can't take 50 billion worth of assets with you to the grave. Like, you can't just, I don't know, you can't put, like, a flipping boat in your grave. Listen, you to be buried in a boat. You can't take it to the afterworld. Well, as far as we're aware. So, legacy and tax donations, which come hand in hand, is the big, big reason, in my opinion, and in... I think in rational common sense behind what we're seeing right now. So before I wrap up this podcast, just to give you some insights to some large donations that have been made in recent years or have been pledged in recent years. The biggest is, well, the most significant that Warren Buffett has ever made and people, many of you may know Warren Buffett, a very successful um, wealth manager, asset manager. He lives a quite simple life which kind of annoys me because he's not got mad pee. Um his most significant charitable donation was a 37 billion not million pledge to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation which we'll talk about later this donation originally pledged in 2006 will take effect upon his death as he's directed by his will if I was a foundation I might have started slipping some pills into man's some, some anthrax into man's thing I'm going to try and fill up these funds um, former, um, no, not former, Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Priscilla Chan have, um, have given, gave what this is in 2017, 2016 time, gave 1.9 billion dollars, this is mad P, to the Chan, Zucker, Chan Zuckerberg Foundation, the nonprofit arm of their own organisation also if you look at uh, Michael Dell, the founder of Dell Computers and his wife Susan's The Dells gifted $1 billion as a part of an endowment for their own charitable um, organisation, the Michael and Susan Dell Foundation. And Microsoft founder Bill Gates and his wife Melinda, they um, gave a donation totaling $4.6 billion worth of Microsoft stock to the foundation, which they began in 2000. So this has helped um, philanthropic efforts on health, Development and education worldwide. My boys gonna start timing me because my voice is my pronunciation of shit is terrible. Um, so this is what um, Warren is um, donating to, and just a little quick free side. Even have this um, in notes written down. Philanthropy goes beyond just transport donations. Um, I was watching something on CNBC regarding um, universities in America because I wanted I was doing some research into why the university is quite a controversial thing in, in the United States fam these big universities have mad pee so Harvard was started was the first university in America which makes sense why they're so prestigious in the 1800s Harvard they have an endowment fund where this is money that they've donated and they use it to invest and they just grow these funds all these Yale, Princeton they just grow these funds they're just so happy it's, it's mad they just grow, grow these funds and obviously these um, endowments come from donations so If you look at the the Harvard Endowment Fund at the the year end of um, 2018, this is the company's cash and short-term investments. Harvard had a total of $39.2 billion. This is university where people go to read books, yeah? Facebook, in comparison, one of the top 10 biggest companies in the world in terms of market cap, $41.1 billion. So it's comparable to Facebook, yeah? if you look at um the 2017 twenty eighteen school year the number of um, the total sum of money raised by u s colleges and universities was forty seven billion dollars yeah and if you look at um the endowment funds i mentioned facebook's was forty one point one billion amazon is forty one point two coca-cola sixteen billion but harbors is thirty nine harbors is almost three times the size of coca cola and if you look at the total endowment in terms of so this is short term cash, low no cash and short term assets in America for in terms of universities, it totals $616 billion. So, no, crazy, crazy. And when you think about it, oh, and guess how much of that, guess how much of these funds the university spend? Roughly about 5% each year. And what happens is that sometimes people are buying their education to university. So obviously now, so if I'm giving you Harvard 200 M's when my son is applying, you, I don't even want to hear nothing. You better just, I don't care if he's a bit higgy, my son's going to be there. And I'm just thinking of a a recent example of philanthropy was my, my, my favorite basketball player, Russell Westbrook. He built a new facility at his college, um, UCLA in California because he used to play basketball for them before he joined the NBA, and I think it cost him like a million dollars. I think the I think it's the facilities even named after him, so that's another another legacy play. And obviously, he's probably trapping some tax benefit from it. So when you're hearing about ch- charitable donations, it's still good in terms of obviously it's going to have impact in the world, but there is also some self interest for some of these individuals, probably most if not all. So yeah, that's it for this week's podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube whenever the hell this comes out, subscribe in it. I'm not, doing no, I'm not doing no YouTube hands. Um, if you're listening to this, please tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow on SoundCloud. I'm on Spotify, so make sure you follow on Spotify. And I'm also on Apple Podcasts, so make sure you subscribe and you download the podcast. And, yeah, that's it for me this week. Until next week, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.